All right, welcome to Yas McQueen. I'm Dean McQueen Ruark, and this is my podcast where I get to talk to student leaders across Wesleyan's campus to hear a little bit more about them, their life aspirations, and their involvement on campus. So today I have a special guest. A special guest. A special guest. We have Mr. Wiley Kane. Wiley, can you just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from? Those kind of things. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Wiley Kane. I'm from the great metropolis of Somerset, Kentucky, which is about three hours east of here um, on two parkways. It's really one Ooh. of the easiest drives ever. Very fancy. You can very check out and on the drive there and back. But uh, so I grew up there. I, uh, I play football here on campus and I'm involved in everybody likes to joke almost everything. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I get around in the in the club game for sure. OK. Yeah. All right. Mr. All Campus. All right. So Wiley is president of three student organizations, correct? Yes, ma'am. So, and what are those three student organizations? I am the president of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes on campus, uh, Student Athlete Advisory Committee, and the Harry Potter Club. Okay, very nice. So we'll get we'll get to those in just a second. Um, what is your major, and what do you want to be when you grow up, Wiley? My major is uh, biology on the pre medicine track, and I'm studying to be an orthopedic surgeon. Ew. So you want to like cut people's like. Uh, so I actually am going to have a, a sport emphasis. So um, I've had uh, multiple surgeries on my throwing shoulder um, through quarterbacking. So I'm actually going to work on um, knees, um, shoulders, maybe some elbows, um, stuff like that. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, you had surgery this summer, right? I did. So do you have a good relationship? Like, do you, Have you had the same orthopedic surgeon through all that? Actually, yes. So I've had um, three surgeries. I broke my collarbone um, early on in my high school career. Uh, and then I've had two um, labral repair surgeries all by the same surgeon. Um, I actually interned in his office both last summer and this summer. I did um, a full-time internship with his office this summer. So um, that was really enjoyable. It was a little cut short because, as you said, um, I was in a sling for the first month and a half of summer. And he was like, you probably can't be standing up all day yeah. if you're in a sling with your shoulder. But uh, I got to do it after that. So yeah. that was enjoyable. Well, that's good. I was going to ask that because, you know, we know that relevant experience is really important. So, OK, so let's talk about the Harry Potter Club first, because I think that's really interesting because you started that your freshman year, which is oddly enough, like two, three years ago now, you're a junior. It's insane. Um, feels like it was yesterday. Um, yeah. But OK, so talk to me about why you formed the Harry Potter Club. What void did you see missing on campus? So I've always been a huge uh, Harry Potter fan, and I remember it was the formerly Ice Cream Social um, before COVID and all that good stuff. So um, with the Ice Cream Social, I was going around getting my toppings, and I noticed that at the SAPB uh, table, they had a Harry Potter trivia a cup, um, which was an event, I guess, that happened the year before I got to campus or something like that. And I got really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, is there like the Harry Potter club put on like the, you know, Harry Potter trivia cup? And they were like, we don't have one of those. I was like, that's a travesty. And I started asking around. I was like, hey, if I had a Harry Potter club, like, would you join like just random people? And I got enough people to say yes. And then so I was like, all right. And then went through um, the entire process with that. 
I got my um, club's bylaws and things like that, I made some really fun uh, names for the officer positions. They're actually very Harry Potter specific. Like we have, instead of the president, I would technically be the headmaster of the, the Harry Potter club. Very nice. Um, and then, for example, Isaiah Cowling, who's uh, standing here looking over my shoulder right now, would be uh, the deputy headmaster of the Harry Potter club. Ooh. And then we have the uh, we have the treasurer and uh, the owl, which are our, you know, you can probably figure out what those are. But, but like, okay, full disclosure. Okay. I've never read a Harry Potter book. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. The easiest way to hurt my soul. Right I know. Now. So like, I know like terms like Hufflepuff. Is that a thing? <laughs> and then like muggle. But I don't know what those That would be mean. you. The muggle would be you. Um, Is that like a derogatory term? N- well, like, no. It's just a, a non, non-magical person. So okay, the Harry magical. Potter. Like, well, back the, it up. So the Harry Potter fans in general would say, would refer to themselves kind of as a, a witches and wizards. And then uh, they would refer to non-Harry Potter fans as, as muggles. Okay. So it's not like, a, not like a derogatory thing. But it's actually, like, Harry Potter's actually very much an inclusive book series. It's okay. like, you know, you should treat people the same no matter what, um, which was a really important thing that I learned out of that book series and something that I really liked about it. So Okay, but what's Hufflepuff mean? Hufflepuff's one of the houses. So when you go oh, to school, okay. you live in dorms, kind of like here. So that'd be like if Massey, Deacon, Kendall, and Peoples were their own houses and you got to compete for who was the best dorm. So that there's Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin, and Ravenclaw. I mean, obviously, since I'm in Massey, we would win the House Cup pretty easily. Um, and <laughs> uh, But, you know, so they, they got points for being good or like you get points taken away for Quidditch. being bad. So That's a thing. Quidditch is a party. Okay. I've heard that it, the rules don't make any sense, and that is well trodden in the Harry Potter circles, but I enjoy the fact that there is a, a sport game because, as I mentioned, I do the sport ball occasionally. <laughs> so, like, which house would you be in? Well, actually, according to Pottermore.com, I'm a Gryffindor, um, which surprises some people, but it's also like the main, like, everybody's like, oh, if you're just a very surface level Harry Potter fan, you want to be in Gryffindor. But I was like, yeah, you know, I, that's what Pottermore says. Yeah. And then you got. So was Harry Gryffindor? That y- yeah. That's why a lot of people like would like want to do it because the main character, most of the action takes place in the Gryffindor house because that's where the main characters are. So you get to know that the best and things like that but um so you can kind of be considered a uh, a casual fan if you're identifying as a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Okay, I've got to read these books or watch a movie or some. I guess I should probably read the books. Usually the book's better. The books are so much better. But the movies are good. It's one of the better book-to-movie adaptations I've ever seen. Like, don't even get me started on Percy Jackson. Oh, my Lord. But, uh, no, but (laughs) the Harry Potter book-to-movie adaptation is actually pretty good, but the book is about ten times better. Okay, so what, um, because I know you could talk about this stuff all day, but is there anything that you guys are planning to do this year with the Harry Potter club that you're particularly excited about? I'm excited to see what we can do in our second week partnering, not our second week, I'm sorry, our second year partnering with SAPB on Harry Potter week. So last year we did um, a Harry Potter week um, partnering with SAPB and, you know, because of COVID and some of the things like that, um, it was a little difficult, but we still had some really cool events. We had a trivia night in Rogers where we gave away prizes. Um, We did some like house pride stuff. We did some just, you know, some fun stuff. Um, So I'm really excited to see what we can do in year two of that. I'm also really excited that we have an executive board now um, in the Harry Potter Club where... 
you know, my freshman year, as I was trying to get it started, it was a lot of legwork um, for myself, which was a little bit difficult. And I um, understand that sometimes maybe the club suffered a little bit because I'm so busy, but I'm really excited now because we have four officers who are um, really excited about the club and that um, are really starting to try to get some things rolling. And that's enjoyable to me because I can kind of, you know, sit back and watch them have all these great ideas and things like that and, and really enjoy where the club's going. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, you know, we talk about it a lot, I think, at SGA. Like, one of the things that our clubs and organizations always need more help with is um, having a better transition of leadership. Because what typically happens is a student like you comes in, they're really passionate about something, they do everything, but then they don't do a good job of delegating and passing it on to other people. So, like, what you're doing now, developing an exec board, some of the younger people, so they can make sure it carries on after you graduate. Because, unfortunately, you're not going to always be here. So... Sadness. I know. It is pretty sad. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. Okay. All right. So then you are also the president of FCA. Tell us a little bit about FCA um, and what y'all do on campus. So FCA is um, under the umbrella of campus ministries. Um, it's a fellowship of Christian athletes. It's actually kind of interesting because we're under the umbrella, umbrella of both campus ministries and uh, the student government. So we are a, student, a registered student organization, but we do a lot through um, campus ministries. Basically, um, the heart of of the ministry of, of FCA, what really spoke to me is that, um, you know, a lot of people maybe wouldn't get maybe um, a Christian influence maybe if they were left to, you know, maybe their parents didn't take them to church when they were growing up, or maybe um, you had a bad experience with church or like some things like that. And FCA really focuses on connecting with athletes through um, something that we all share, which is um, a collected love of sports. And then we can kind of talk about how um, how that can carry over into faith. So that's one of my favorite things. And also FCA, I'd like to plug it here. Y you don't need to be an athlete. Now the, the subject matter is definitely you know geared towards athletes, but um, I know that two or three of my most loyal uh, people who came last year to like every single meeting, not even an athlete. So I, I want anyone who would want to come and see what we're about to, to come to FCA. So we do, um, we actually just had our beginning of the year event out on the quad. That was a lot of fun. Um, we do huddles every other Monday at 808. So a huddle, it'll, it, they'll look different since we're athletes. We, I, I like to change it up since we don't really want to do things like, you know, the exact same all the time. So sometimes we'll do small groups. Sometimes we'll have a speaker. We had a panel last year of like student athletes on campus, community members and stuff like that. Um, so I'm really excited to see what um, FCA does this year. We have, we have representatives on every single team. So, um, FCA representatives who talk to their teams about, you know, what they might see as something that FCA could do or like, um, and stuff like that. And then I also, like I was talking about, uh, Harry Potter, I've also got a really great group of people who are helping me, um, with FCA, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what it does this year for sure. Very good. Well, and those are two things that are a big part of the identity of Kentucky Wesleyan, right? Like campus ministries, faith, and then, you know, over half of our students are student athletes too. And so to be able to bring those two things together, I think it's really important. And that's something that's, that's really important to me is that I've seen firsthand 
how amazing FCA can be. You know, like, like I, I've watched teammates of mine, you know, come up to me and tell me like, Hey, like I had this experience through FCA that I don't think I ever would have gotten anywhere else. And I was like, and that touched me like, you know, very deeply. So it's a ministry I've always had a passion for. And I'm very, very thankful for the opportunity to be able to do it on campus. And, you know, Sean and Anna for giving me the opportunity to be able to do this here. That's awesome. Okay. And then the last thing you're president of is SAC, which is the Student Athletic Advisory Council. Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Okay. Right there. Well, you know. That was close. It was. Um, synonyms. Okay. Uh, so talk to me about what SAC does. Um, and then I know you're involved beyond Wesleyan and on a conference level. So can you just talk a little bit about that? So um, SAC, Student Athlete Advisory Committee, that is um, specifically student athletes. Um, but what the, what they do basically, um, the NCAA created the um, Student Athlete Advisory Committees as a way to receive feedback from campuses and from student athletes on proposed legislation. Um, Thing and actions and ideas. So um, first, and I would I would say foremost, first and foremost, the job of Student Athlete Advisory Committee is to provide feedback to the NCAA on every piece of legislation that is passed um, into law or for the NCAA, which I think is an amazing thing that we have as student athletes um, as a way to speak up. But also, um, Student Athlete Advisory Committee on a campus level is also there to, to try to make campus improvements. So um, we, as, as a committee, um, when student athletes come in from their team and say, hey, we've noticed this, or hey, maybe this could be done a little bit better, or um, like, for example, we, my freshman year, one of the, you mentioned um, uh, Jenna Burns earlier, she um, was supposed to be here today, unfortunately had a scheduling conflict, but um, she came in with a problem with um, something that was going on in the, uh, I think it was just, oh, just just around campus, I don't remember exactly what it was, but she was like, hey, um, like, no, this isn't like the biggest deal, but but this would be really nice if this could be fixed. And so we talked to our the athletic director at the time, Rob Mallory, and he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then boom, it, you know, exactly. so we can make, you can make change for student athletes and for students on campus um, in, a, in a positive way, which I think is really amazing. Uh, you mentioned the conference level. So I am, as I said, the NCAA, um, made this committee. So there are three levels to it. There's a national level, a conference level, and a campus level. So um, it works kind of like a, like a flow chart, if you're, you know, you've ever done a flow chart. So you start at the campus level. Um, every campus in the conference feeds into the conference level, and then all of the conferences in the country feed into the national level. So I am the president also of our conference, Student Athlete Advisory Committee, which means that I preside over all of the campus um, SACs and all of their um, representatives come to me with, um, you know, any ideas they have from their campuses, anything that we can do on the conference level. And then I'm also a representative on the national committee, which means that I take the ideas from the great Midwest athletic conference and I go, and I'm a huge proponent of them at the conference level. So, um, what one really cool thing about National SAC is that we, as student athletes um, in NCAA Division Two, are actually the only student athletes that get a vote on the committee floor for legislation. So we have the same. So the institutions have a vote. Um, different committees have votes, and the Student Athlete Advisory Committee has the same vote and the same power as any of those committees, which I think is something that's crazy. That's something that's only part of Division Two. I think that's awesome. So what I 
I try to do is I try to represent, first of all, I try to represent our campus to the conference level. And then I try to take our conference level and the things that could help student athletes in our area and represent that on a national level. Well, that's, and, and I'm sure you get to make great connections meet it's, a lot of people through that. It's been amazing. I've been on multiple conference calls with President Emmert of the NCAA. Um, I've asked him questions. I know um, I'm on the Committee for Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports, CSMAS. It's a very long. But um, through that, I've actually had um, multiple, um, every other week, I have a 30-minute conference call with Dr. Brian Hainline, who's the Chief Medical Officer of the NCAA. Um, and it's just me and like three other people and him. And he actually, the other day, offered um, to write me a letter of recommendation for medical school. And I was like, wow, that's, I, I felt very honored that he would want uh, to do that for me. And that's something that I was, I, I cannot express my thanks for enough. And I definitely told him that, but so that's been, that's been a really cool opportunity. Just getting to know people who on a national level, I actually met, we played Kentucky state. We got the dub last week yeah, against, against Kentucky yes, state. And one of the uh, national SAC representatives is from Kentucky state. So I have friends on multiple different campuses around the country now too. And those are connections that I'll have for the rest of my life. Well, and that's what, I mean, I'm sure these two can talk about that too. I think that's one of the great things about being a student leader is you get to make those connections, not only on your campus and be influential here, but then you, you make those, I mean, that letter from him for medical school is invaluable, right? Like, and what, how else would you have had that opportunity? So listen, I know you gotta, you gotta go here in a few short minutes because you've got to go like lift weights and continue to be big and strong or whatever. So I have like just a couple more questions. So we're going to go quick through these. Um, if you had to pick, um, beyond obviously the sack stuff, um, is there one significant experience? Like what's the most significant experience you've had at Kentucky Wesleyan outside of the classroom? Wow. I mean, there's been, there's been quite a few, I would say that my number one most significant experience would say would be um, being able to be a part of uh, the I'm sorry, the service opportunities with campus ministry. So for example, um, build a bed, um, my freshman year, that was an amazing opportunity. We built beds for kids who like don't have anywhere to sleep. And like that, you know, you can start to take your blessings for granted and you can start to think about all these things. Like, you know, like I have a bed here, you know, in my dorm and then I have a bed at home too. And some kids don't even have one. And so we were able to take time to serve um, another, like another person who they were just immeasurably thankful for that. And that just, that was an amazing experience. And then, you know, day of service with, with Wesleyan, I think that it's really cool that Kentucky Wesleyan places such a big, um, emphasis on serving because day of service was an amazing experience because you know I just went all I, I went and um, read with like elementary schoolers and I and, and there was this little girl that was reading me like uh, just like this Judy Bloom type novel it wasn't Judy yeah. Bloom because I'm old you know so I remember Judy Bloom but um, it was a, a, a detective novel or something and she was so excited when they like found that guy I was like this is just like so cool but you know for me that's an hour but you know they the school sent our football team an email because our football team actually just kind of like adopted that whole school. So like it was all football players there and they were like, you guys wouldn't know how much impact this has on the kids. And I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. And I felt really blessed to be a part of that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine being a little elementary school kid, right? And like these football players come in and like read you the book. She probably had a crush on you, Wiley. You know, like she's like, oh, this dream boat from Kentucky oh, Wesleyan or whatever. I don't know Vomit. About all that. Okay, whatever. I just up on 
computer. Okay. Um, last question I have is, um, what specific things do you feel like you've learned from being involved on campus that are going to help you in your future career? I think a, a couple things. I uh, I mentioned earlier about the uh, the delegation. I'm not good at delegation in general, and um, I'm one of those uh, type of people. Not that I don't you know like trust another person or like anything like that, because I, I would I make it a point to try to put as much trust in other people as possible. But at the same time, I'm like you know I don't want to stress this person out. Like I don't want to stress other people out. Like if I if I just do it, you know it'll get done. Nobody else will have to worry about it. Just Amen. just do it. You know. Preach. <laughs> And so I've had to learn, I've had to learn that like, especially since I'm involved in so many things, like you can't do that for right. everything because then others, everything is going to suffer. And also you're not the best at everything. Like there are people who, there are people who bring in multiple different perspectives and different views and different skill sets that would be missed if it was just me trying to do everything. And so that's one really big skill I've, I've had to try to learn is, is in order to, um, um, to delegate and to allow other people to have a, a, a bigger responsibility just because, you know, not because of the trusting, but just because, you know, I have to be like, okay, Wiley, it's okay if you don't do everything. It's, it's fine. You're not letting anybody down if you're not doing anything. And then the other one I would say is um, just communication skills. I've always talked a lot, but sometimes talking a lot and communicating are two completely different things. Mm -hmm. I've had to learn how to communicate an idea in a way that comes across to the party that I'm, I'm talking to. So if I'm talking to the Harry Potter club, I'm going to present an idea differently than if I'm talking at FCA or that I'm talking to SAC or any of the other things I'm involved in on campus. And I had to, I have to learn, you know, when you're talking to the president of the, the NCAA, like you want to be a little more formal, like you need to use, um, you need to be more respectful. You need to do certain things differently and show deference in, in those ways. And then, but if you're, you know, if you're among peers and things like that, you communicate in different ways. So that's been something that I've been thankful uh, to be taught um, through my involvement on campus. Yeah, and that's that. I don't know, that those are skills that you're not necessarily going to learn in the classroom, right? And so that's why it's always so frustrating to me if we have students who just come here, they go to class, they play their sport, they go back home, and they like play Call of Duty or whatever, right? Be because you've been involved, because you've had to interact with all these different people, you've learned those things, and it's going to serve you well. All right, any shout outs you want to give real quick? before we're done? Uh, you know, Sean and Anna, y'all are awesome. And Cam Spear, shout out. Hey, uh, come to Harry Potter Club. Harry Potter Club is going to be an absolute party. Hufflepuff. <laughs> and, uh, Slytherin. And, and FCA is a lot of fun, but thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Well, Wiley, I'm excited. You know, unlike Isaiah, who's like standing here, um, this is his last year. I get another year with you and Wish here on campus. And so, I mean, the impact that you've made in the, you know, two years and whatever months that you've been on campus campus. You know, you're just a little more than halfway through your experience, so I can't wait to see the way that you impact Wesleyan before you leave. So, Thank, thank you. I'm you. excited. Have fun lifting weights. Yes, ma'am. Rawr. Okay. <laughs> thank you for listening to Yas McQueen. Have a great day.